The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. Come. Yeah. I talked to a guy on HLN today named David Cummings. Yeah. 75-year-old porn star. Yeah. David Cummings. Cummings. C-U-M. Yeah. And he, uh, makes we knew that porn. already, by the way, how it was spelled. That voice is the great Mike Carano. Mike Carano joining the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast, the greatest podcast in the world. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, buddy. Now, Mike, you said you had something to talk about. I have a question. Yeah. This is a real sim- simple question that's come up, I'm sure, on Loveline dozens of times. Can Hold on. Can you refer to him as Mr. Carano? Sure. So that the mics don't get confused. Yeah, thank you. And by the way, my wife has a huge charity event at Hillsides. Please go to hillsides.org. Support Hillsides for Home for Children. Corona was going to do it this weekend, but yeah. he bagged out. Yeah. So well, I was supposed my to wife do it was too. crying when he when she when he found. When she Shut found the out. fuck up. Okay. I would, I would show up there and do manual labor during the day. <laughs> I would. Fine. I'm trying to find a way to be to be it's of service. Fine. It's fine. I haven't found to be it of service. But it's a place that treats and houses and educates kids that have been abused and neglected and abandoned and their families. So it's a really good place. So, so it's hot, easy chicks. Hillsides.org. Right? Well, if maybe you would have showed up if I if I push that part of it. Okay, I, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. She's a yeah. 20-year-old girl, and it, it came up because she's reading. She's on about her 10th rock and roll history book, and she just read Please Kill Me, the like a bi- autobiographical. Like description of the punk rock era and she said to me i think if i knew joey ramone we would probably be friends and hang out and i went i don't think so <laughs> you're wrong and she goes i think so he seems like a nice guy oh, no. and i go first of all guys don't want to hang out with girls unless there's a possibility yeah. that they may have sex with them yeah and she goes that's not true at all in college i have i have a lot of guy friends that just want to hang out and they knew there's no possibility i went that's not true and I go, I'm not going to say all guys, but I'm going to say it's way more than 50% of guys would much prefer to hang out with a guy than with a girl they know nothing's going to happen with. And she blew up. And she just went, you have no idea what you're talking about, and that's not true. Now, tell me where this lies. We had, uh, And you can be blunt about it, because I believe most straight guys, if they know there's no chance to hang out with some girl, unless there's an emotional I- issue where they're, re- they're living some fantasy, like maybe... Or, they, they've been, like or they've been girlfriend. friends for life or something. Yes. They have some sort of connection. Yes. Yeah, that, but if they're friends for life and she's hot, then, then he, wants he wanted to fuck her. No, but, 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 he, but he, he did at first, for sure. But yeah. if he settled for friend and, and it was okay. But you don't settle friend. for friend because like- No, if, but he was good with friend, not just settle friend. But he, if, if, that's the only way friend happens is if it's something that's just sort of been there since they were kindergartners. There's something wrong with him. But I take a stronger stand than even Drew. I'm so with Carano. Well, but remember the guy, what's his name, Mur- Murnello? Marinello? No, he was the best. He, he, uh, we had this no, conversation. Hold on. We, you got to explain who it is. Yeah, right? yeah, Joe, yeah. Drew lives in a world where people- From Rage Against ex- the Machine? No, no. exactly. Drew no. lives in a world where people, everyone listens to Loveline every moment of every second, every day. <laughs> and they just know what he's saying. Joe Wait, was it Tom Mangianello, oh, okay, okay. star of Magic Mike and, and True Blood. He's a beautiful man. Yes. And he's it's like six, a supermodel. Six, yeah. six, and muscular, and all girls love him. And this came up. And they chi- a chick called up and then said she had uh, this male friend. We Drew and I open up. But no, it doesn't happen. Guy calls up later. I have a bunch of female f- friends. We don't. I don't want them in, in like a romantic capacity. They're just my friends. And Joe Manginello, dead serious. He's like, why? And he goes, he goes, that doesn't happen. It doesn't he goes, make sense. He goes, men would hang out yeah. only when they have somebody who wants to have sex. I was going to say, yeah. because that falls, that falls <laughs> into line with what I was saying, which is if, if you had a preference, like if I got to go on a road trip with a guy or go on a road trip with a girl that I was close with but never going to have any kind of romantic yeah. involvement, I'd much rather go with the dude. Much! 
Yeah. But here's the comedy is this you know, he's so this guy's so masculine and attractive, he knows if a girl's hanging out with him, yeah. she wants to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> well and also so he, by the way, so he wouldn't hang out his, unless that's where it was going. In his world, in Joe Manginello's world, most women around him do want to have sex. That's with what I'm him. saying. You know what I'm saying? His so, perspective so his perspective he, he he is he is walking it as he talks it. I, I, but know? he was and he was like absolutely clear like that's absolutely – I simply will not entertain anything other than that yeah. point of view. Okay. And so there you go. He, right was, uh, he was one of the guests. We have a lot of guests on Loveline that are I, – I, I expect to be amazing and disappoint me. Yeah. I have some that I don't know much about and, and, and they kind of stay flatline. And then there's some that I expect to be D-bags and are awesome and totally surprise me. He was one of the guys – I just assumed because he's so handsome yeah. and he – and the shows too, both of those, yeah. that movie and that show. He was going to be a, an extreme douchebag, like like a jewelry wearing guy. <laughs> he could not have been any cooler. I mean, really, like a, a nice guy. like a like a just or, he was a he was a security for Goldfinger. That's the, the not rapper? a joke. The no, band. the band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. eighty, like the the nineties, like seminal pop punk. I band. remember. He yeah. he went around smashing heads in 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 pits. That's great. for Goldfinger in the nineties. That's great. He's okay. awesome. Anyway, so, so it's it's unusual for a guy to settle for friend unless he at least at one point wanted to have sex. Now, this is a slightly off topic, but with what you just said about yeah. he's got women that always want to sleep. Do you think for a guy that's a celebrity that's very very good looking, that basically lives the life of a hot chick, where yeah. everywhere you go, every guy is thinking about it, fantasize possibly. Yeah. Do you think at some point in your life that becomes a burden that could possibly lead to depression? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think, let me. I think and it screws I screws guys up. I am not that guy. But I you're have, kind of that guy. Though. I have at yep. times, yep. but I you're not. At, you're not at the level of a Joe Manginello. But he's been yeah, in that yeah. in that seat. I, I have at times had pussy fall into my lap, like mm-hmm. where girls just like really attractive girls that guys would pine away for have just said, "Hey, want to come to my place and fuck me?" You know, yeah. like not in those words, but essentially. Um, and I'm married now, and I'm fr- you know, for instance, I was going to bring up this point. I don't even want to put myself in a situation where. I could potentially have a girl give me the option to fuck her right. because I'm married. That's that's part of that's why you don't let that happen. You because I'm I, it is a burden. Yeah. I, I just came from a, I came straight from here because you could tell I'm I'm kind of a little dressed up. I came from a, an industry party for a a a Latino interest television show that I'm I'm hosting, and it was like a like a press party for it. So they packed the place with like unbelievably yeah. hot Latina yeah. chicks. I mean, just like. Mexican you know, TV knows Mexican, how to do that. Mexican television stars, yeah. telenovela stars, yeah. uh, girls that host like yeah. uh, local Los Angeles like weather and, and yeah. television newscasters that are Hispanic, um, yeah. tele- Hispanic uh, pop stars. Yeah. So I mean, it was just wall to wall, insanely hot chicks, and I I kind of felt awkward because I'm like I don't even want to engage with these girls. I don't yeah. even want to be nice. Just on the on the sheer chance that she brushes her titty up yeah. against. Does your wife speak, speak Spanish? No. Oh, you're safe. <laughs> yeah. She wonder what they're talking about. Because uh, I wondered if like uh, you get to be like 40 years old and you've just had everything thrown I'll at tell you. you if, really if, if all of a sudden you start to realize, does nobody really like me? Or does it matter? Well, well Drew, you, Drew has to be in that situation sometimes no. now. What? You're a really attractive, very successful, and, and admirable guy. Chicks probably get gets fucking soaked every time you come around. But but I don't get anywhere near putting myself in a position where that would even become an aware thing. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I most sure of that, the... I'm sure that that fucking train station doesn't even... Door doesn't even get in. Right, but I, I, you have to be aware, like, when we go to places where there's a lot of attractive young girls, like mm-hmm. like concerts and stuff, we go for, for work. The lion's share of them, knowing you're married, would still 
drop the panties for Dr. Drew. You know Drew. what? Maybe maybe my understanding of people is so is so skewed. It's Pollyannish, you know. Yeah. It's more that if I, I know that if they would do that, they're looking for something. They're not looking for sex. Deeper, yeah. They're looking for a relationship. They're looking to be taken care of. They're, they're looking, looking for money. Or, or, they're, or they're wounded and all this yeah. stuff. So I'm like, pip, 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 pip. you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I, it doesn't even like register, I think, on my radar anymore. Yeah. Like if you're Scott Bale in his prime, yeah, that yeah. had to be. But I'll tell you guys get really fucked up are the strippers that have all these female parties, you know, the, the bachelorette yeah. parties. And in, they, you've talked – I was I – was, uh, for some reason, I was giving me a lecture in Las Vegas, and the Thunder from, from Down Under guys mm-hmm. that were the opening. <laughs> they were entertaining guy. For and, some reason, and I said, "You don't you want know, to tell us what, yeah. what the lecture no, was, was for?" A, no, it was a, uh, it was an organization that like does uh, gay no, stuff, no, stuff like Emily stuff, like Emily cells and things. They they sort of they were interested in fucks guys backstage. No, anyway, eats acid. Anyway, so these guys were saying that inevitably one of the girls blows them. Inevitably. <laughs> and, 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 and they're not, you know, the, like the female strippers, there's a guy there saying, don't touch. One yeah. of the there's women blows him, he means. So they get so freaked, you know, some of them are married and stuff, and they get so freaked out by how women get yeah. that they see them as such animals in terms of how they come on to them and, and exploit them. It really fucks them up. My wife went to an A-list, uh, I would say, yeah, I would say A-list celebrity, female celebrities bachelorette party. And she sucked the guy's cock and, and had him go down on her. This is an A-list female celebrity actress. Was getting married in like a week. Got drunk. Okay, this is com- com- I'm, dr- I'm going to a bachelor party in Vegas actress? in a couple of weeks. I'm dreading it. Uh, I, 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 for my wife's sake, more so than this actress's sake, because my wife told me, don't ever. Okay. Right. Um, I'm not even going to give All you right. hints. But I will say, like, in her defense, the 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 person that this happened around the husband that they're not together anymore and this was 11 years ago and she probably is a different person now but not on drugs anymore uh i don't know so, I, I honestly don't know much about this young lady but, but other imagine, than but, uh, she is she is an a-list stunningly hot most guys including myself would cut off a limb to fuck this chick well, but remember the and that, she's but, blowing at stripper but imagine what that does to the stripper guy yeah that guy's poor guy <laughs> No, but he, it's, I can't but, figure out where the emotional that, consequences but for him, are for him. That was Thursday. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like it messes them up. Well, I I have to say, and I, not to not to trample all over this topic because I think it's good. When I when I met Bianca and there was the my wife for those of you who are who don't know me well enough, uh, my wife Bianca. When I met her and we first started dating, and the, and the reality set in that I have to like we were going to become exclusive. Like, it was hard. Like, there was a part of me that said, you're on a run right now where you can go have sex with different people in a, in a week. You mm-hmm. can find girls that you find attractive in life, talk to them, and, and with good probability make it so that you can fuck them. Is that something you want to – and I had never thought I'd be that guy where, where – Did you discuss that with your wife, by the way? I'm yeah. being serious. How yeah. does that discuss – We, we discussed it, actually, because I said that – Openly in, a, in, a, in, a, in an interview for when I did that shitty uh, dating show, The Choice, I did it for comedy mm-hmm. and we started and they asked me about like date, my dating life. And, and it was like for like a re, right, like somewhat reasonable uh, a publication. I think it was like Us Weekly. And they're like, is it tough to, to settle down with one girl? I was like, yeah, it's pretty tough because it's like having sex with a lot of different people is way cooler. Um, but it, you know, you, you, you weigh the consequence and dividend yeah. and, 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 and it wins out. But it's tough. 
And she, she, we had that discussion, and she understands. I mean, yeah. is it is it simple for you guys to sum up your opinions on why getting married is good in a, in a short period of time? Yeah, it's easy for me. Okay. First off, let me tell you about something that I. It's very easy for me to sum up why it's awesome. Stamps dot com. Stamps is so good. I love stamps dot com. We we adopted them early. Printed out stamps. I remember I was looking at sheets of stamps with my like my daughter's figure skating pictures on it. I'm like, how'd you do this? How'd you do this for us, stamps.com? Do some sort of of, uh, counterfeit? Is it counterfeit stamps we're using here? But no, it was stamps.com. That's right. And listen, rates on postage change all the time. Stamps.com always keeps the rates up to date. So you never get the uh, you'll, you'll you'll always get that exact postage you need every so I'm time. I'm not putting the two forty four cent stamps right. on every letter. I'm collecting Ugh. different values of stamps and just no, throwing no, all of them on. there. Of course, there. you never get the two cent and the five cent. You put the forty cent stamp on there. <laughs> oh, never go to the post office again. No one likes the post office. Yep. Nothing against the nice people there, but it's never fun. You don't want to go. Stamps.com is the way to go. How and right now, no risk bonus offer. No risk trial, Doctor Drew. Thank you so much. A hundred and ten dollar bonus offer includes a digital scale. And a $55 value in free postage. That's 55 bucks essentially. Yeah. Right there. All you got to do, go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, type in Loveline. That's stamps.com, enter Loveline. Boom, boom, boom. So Mike, what are you trying to say there? Well, I was going to say, I'm sure that machine at American Express that opens your envelope appreciates the stamp with your daughter ice skating on the front. But besides that... Thanks, Mike. I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on the ad. I'm just saying... Yeah, you're shitting on us. If you're going to make stamps with your children right, on them, there you go. who is going to appreciate that besides the grandparents? The the wife. Okay. Yeah. You win. Yeah. I made a bunch of stamps for my ex mother in law. Swastikas. <laughs> yes. By the way, I saw the most fascinating picture the other day. A bunch of kids eating Nazi candy in Germany in the in the late thirties. Oh, it was Nazi candy. It was like lollipops with swastikas sure, on them. Sure. It was really? a real picture, and really? these, these kids are like they're they're innocent children and they're like licking these lot and it was just so strange but the, the germans see. it was all a good thing you gotta remember yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't they didn't know about the solutions and yeah all no this was this was they late 30s it, they saw it as economic recovery these right. people really rebuilding our economy this is great this was i think pre-holocaust nazi well, germany course, you know so the, but either way it's still jarring to see like little kids eating swastika candy you know mm. you're like whoa um Back to women. I think the marriage thing. I was just curious. Like yeah. some people prefer to say bachelors their entire life. Some people get married, and m- both can be mistakes depending on the yeah. type of person. And sure. I wondered what what are you getting out of this long term marriage? This possible possibly forever marriage. Like, is it are you building something that can't be built in other areas of your life? Some sort of bond? Are you yes. are you having a relationship that can't that you can't get yes. anywhere else? And what yeah. is the benefit of that? You are sharing a life. You are building a life together. Okay. And and I, that's something I never really had thought of. And really wasn't aware it was happening until I was about 15 years in. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it's a life you're sharing. It's not just a relationship. You, you've built a life. You've raised a family. You've you know built, built a house maybe or something. You've built a life. And if you're lucky, you can have good sexual relationships and yeah. have good communication. If you're, I, I'm surprised how many marriages like are settled without that. I can't, yes. under, I can't imagine that. You know what? That's a question I have for you that I thought about today in, in conversation with somebody. That's a good d- determining factor, right? If you are not having sex in your relationship yeah. anymore, that things are really I, I, and it doesn't. It, I know it's like forty percent settle for that, and I, yeah. I can't imagine that. That to me is well, like somebody's it's a, cheating. It's, it's more. It the, it's be. more. No, it's not. It's sometimes it's just. That's what people a lot of times in this day and age. And I blame. Of. I blame a lot of it on like sitcoms because they create the idea that it's like, well, we'll get married 
and we'll it'll be an agreement, but we're not going to have sex because you're a slubby old man well, and I'm just a housewife. But then and, there's the reality that women's biology kicks in and they lose their libido yeah. late on, and they're not being encouraged to get that treated to turn things back. But on it's also again. hard to be be sexually attracted to somebody that you have built up resentments for. Yep. I, and I, I'm yes. not, I don't mean to be yes. that negative, but you've you've or, let these little things eat away at you, and you've just decided to sit on the couch and yes. ignore it for years and years. Are killers, and resentments. Are it's killer. hard to kiss that person. Oh, oh, right, resentments a killer. And I don't think people are mating with people that they're as into as they should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you better start into that person. But also, I think a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, people don't understand that life, uh, marriage being just a facet of life. Life fucking is tough. Even when your life is awesome. Mm -hmm. My life's awesome. And life's tough. And then people assume that you get married and then shit is just a bowl of cherries. No. And then- when real life sets in and they have things like job loss or or mortgage payment that they can't make or yes. a family member dies or, or, or a miscarriage. I all mean, this really, literature now in the misery of childbirth. And, and you know, they th- everything goes to shit and they can't deal with life. And then it's like, well, I'm angry and you're not helping me deal with all this stuff. So let's just all be angry about everything. And it just bleeds through. I mean, I all, all I'll say is I I... I think the only one in this room, certainly, that has experienced a marriage where there was no sex. Not my current one, my first one. It has nothing to do with not being physically into uh, your partner, at least in my day. What was it, it then? My, fir- my first wife was fucking scorching me. <laughs> like, but why was there no sex? For one. How long were you married? Uh, four, almost four years. You know? So one, you were depressed. I One, I was fucked up i mean i was clinically seriously mentally fucked up and i didn't i was too young to understand how that bleeds over to my libido Mm. i didn't understand like i didn't put two and two together i thought hey i get boners easy and i'm still i still am a sexual masturbating a lot yeah i'm still i still have a strong libido how come i uh, obviously the two don't connect i'm just and i blamed it on the fact that my wife wasn't necessarily uh like an outwardly sexual person you know, but she didn't make the first movie. You mean, or right? She wasn't? And she wasn't someone who even talked about sex. Like she didn't come from a childhood, or excuse me, I don't want to say child. She didn't come from a, a, an environment um, where it was encouraged to be like open about. But, was sex. she into it when it did happen? Not really. I don't know. And you know, that's the thing. But I don't. Was she was she damaged? Like was no? I mean, like not 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 profoundly. Like did, me. Did she seem into it when? Um. Uh oh. I don't think so. Uh oh. I mean, so at that's got to be hard. Here's though. the thing: that that was what I that was what hurt, not hurt me, but in, subsequently ended up hurting me. But what initially kind of got me to stop even trying was that it didn't seem like she was into it with me. You know, like it did. It seemed like there's a possibility somehow, some way, she would be into sex, but not with me. Yeah, I think yeah. your sensibilities are probably right. You can get you can get a vibe, right? Yeah. Did you ever bring it up to her? Yeah. What'd she say? She got hurt, like as if she was doing something wrong, uh-huh. which is understandable because she was very young, very young, and pro- probably never had had feelings for someone like her husband. Yeah. At a you know at her early twenties. Yeah. And now I'm poking holes at how she performs sex. Yeah. So she probably thought she yeah. failed me somewhat, which only added to the problem, which made her not even want to try. Right. 
And so then it was just this spiral Oof. of like, can you fix those problems like yeah. later in a marriage that, that's yeah. that's gone so far where you haven't had you haven't had communication? Can you actually go back and or do you need counseling or something? Yeah, or? oh, you have to have a professional. You can't just go. Okay, I'm sick of the way we sit on the couch every single night and don't talk to each other and eat our dinner in silence after 20 years, and let's change it. And I can't can imagine you? that. You have to have help for that. And and also, oh God, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to air out too much of her laundry. It's not fair. Yeah. But she wasn't – she didn't go out and like li- – like I, I, I was a disgusting pig before I met my wife, my first wife. Yeah. And I had gotten clean, you know, very recently before that. Not, not dangerously so, but, but enough to that I cleaned up my life and changed my lifestyle radically when I met my, my first wife. But because that, of her? No, no, because I, I had gotten sober. And, you know, that just drastically changed the way I yeah. live. I wasn't out at 4 a.m. doing blow with girls who did blow, which led to me having sex with a lot of random people. I was going to sleep at 8 p.m. and reading the newspaper to pass the time. You know, so my lifestyle was just radically different. Um, How would it, you describe the feeling of doing blow? I was trying to explain it to someone. <laughs> it made me feel as someone who is, uh, I know this sounds dumb, but I, as someone who's not necessarily a, a good social person. Um, I, I think that I, when I give it a good go, I'm, I'm a, I'm a more than adequate so communicator. So, is it for you what booze does for most people? Um, well, no, because I think what booze does for most people is it makes them more of the life of the party. Um, in their eyes, cocaine to me really made me feel completely comfortable and and not. I didn't have to try. I, I felt completely comfortable. In silence, if I went out with, if I met someone brand new, I didn't have to feel like I needed to put on a show. I'd say, oh, "Nice to meet you." I'm Mike. Okay, and I didn't have to do any. I didn't pressure myself. Um, That's what, that seems to be different than my experience. What cocaine did for most people was almost the the polar opposite of what it did for me. Hmm. I feel like I, I suffer from ADD and never had it diagnosed because Maybe. cocaine, a strong stimulant. Most people are motor mouths when they yeah. do blow. It cooled you out. I was the guy who was motor mouth most of the time. I do blow, and I was just finally, for once in my life, I found somewhere where I felt comfortable. Uh, Oscar Pistorius. Yeah. Killed his uh, girlfriend. Or well, fiance. Allegedly. No, he did. Yeah. Uh, um, he, did you see he wrote, like, a nice poem and message to her on Valentine's yeah. Day? Weird. Yeah. I know. He's it's a crazy. psychopath. It's crazy yeah. that, like, a lot of guys, like normal guys, don't send messages to their ladies. Yeah. But, like, he murders people. I mean, would you think that was, like, a PR well, Son? mind you, it might have been a drug-induced thing he did, right? So he may did they, well. Do they did they not? It do sounded the talks? Like, well. It sounded like steroids or something was going on. It does, and so now he may be in his right mind and really have reconstituted and have real feelings about her. It's possible he's not in his right mind though, because even I know if I were to do something horrible to a girl, I'm not going to go back and send her a Valentine's Day card publicly. Right, right, right. Like trying thinks... to recoup my dignity. But, yeah. but okay, yeah. did they not toxicology? Look at you with the zero gravity playing. That's crazy. Mike's playing zero gravity swimsuit models. I sent it to you. Yeah, one, I didn't see it. one model. You sent it to me. It's right? uh, Kate Upton. Yeah, that's yeah. just her. If you're going to put someone in zero gravity, Kate Upton's the one. But it, I, the real comedy would be if, if she threw up because people frequently threw up, throw up on those planes. Steve-O used to. Yeah, you know, it's those zero-gravity planes where they go mm-hmm. up really far and then down really hard. and uh, You oh. get like two <laughs> minutes of zero-gravity. How uh, horrifying will that be? It's a 747 for starters. Yeah, well, the, so the, the 747 pull, drops out from under yeah. you. Are you kidding? Yeah. That would feel like horrible. And how about the, with all the camera guys cameras, sitting around? Yeah, they just have uh, GoPros on their head and Kate Upton's. Like, they couldn't have just mounted cameras in there and run them remotely. I, I think I'd have to, even if I wanted to really develop my career, 
as a photographer, if I was one of those photographers, I would be ready on the verge of coming. <laughs> I would have to pull down my pants and let that load loose so that it would just float around. If I if I was in that room, it would be really hard for me not to jerk off right there in front of all those people. Uh, oh my god! How does she concentrate on what she's doing with the thing, everything flying all over the place? Oh yeah, I love Drew. How does she concentrate? How does she concentrate on just being hot? <laughs> she's in a bikini floating. That's her. What? what concent- I'm, I'm saying she has to look like she's having fun. She has to look like she's happy. She is having fun. It's no. awesome. It would be fun. I, apparently, these things can be really miserable. These planes. Look at the camera people. They're freaking out. None of them look like they're having fun. Oh! And then they're slammed, she to, the slammed to the ground. Yeah. All right. Uh, while we watch Kate Upton and jerk off, uh, everybody, we got to take a break. Don't move. Introducing a breakthrough in cat litter from Arm & Hammer. Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal is totally different than what I've used before. Even after seven days, it was odor-free. There was some sort of sealing magic happening. Only Clump & Seal forms a tight seal around odor and destroys it with unique Arm & Hammer odor eliminators and baking soda for a seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. I've tried every product. This is really pretty remarkable. New Clump & Seal Cat Litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors, and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Holidays are coming up. Stores are going to be crazy, so why not skip the lines and buy everything on Amazon this year? That's what I do. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One. Go to the Loveline landing page. Click the Amazon banner or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind and the sail of this production and this podcast, both Loveline and Mike and Drew and Everything in Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. What was that about, Anderson? What's the problem? We wanted to do a love line. We wanted to do a unique pro flowers as opposed to like the problem with your wife is, you know, is that where it leads in and flows? We did it. No, you said yeah. the problem with your first marriage. Right. Does that make sense? Right. No segue. If you give me if you give me an ad, I'm only doing segue unless I'm instructed otherwise. Yeah. No, because what? I figured I'd 
No, no. Hey, Anderson, you can't just talk. Oh, I was just trying to make a point, dude. I was planning on just doing another exclusive one after the show, and then we could just work with that one anyway. You know, just leave it in this one. Nice. Uh, fuck, what were... Oh, um, so, welcome back to the show. Mike Carano joining us here on the Mike and Dr. Drew show. Mike Carano from the uh, After, the after disaster. disaster. Thank you for letting me sit and in here with Five minutes with fun. Mike at MikeCarano.com. How's your podcast going? It's fun. Getting good good traction, uh, people like it. I know. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, after disaster fans are fan like solid heavy fans. Yeah, yeah. but uh, has the has the after disaster fandom grown? I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are. You're not that type of guy that would be into looking, right? I don't think any of us know. Tyler knows. I, you know what? I asked him like Saturday. I asked him what the numbers were, and I don't remember what he said. But he knows. See? Probably. Yeah. He's the smart um, one. I. Cannot believe how retarded Hollywood is. As far as the youngest Jonas brother playing a mixed martial artist on new TV show. Yeah, that doesn't even fall into the category of the stupid stuff that's happened yeah. in the history of Hollywood. Not that's not even yeah. in the ballpark. Like, there's a lot of 17 year old actors. This yeah, is they, name they want, recognition. Name recognition. They, they let one of the Jonas Brothers sing in Les Mis for PBS. I was going to say, to get, it's, yeah, right, to get people in the door. Yeah, but yeah. can't they sing? Uh, so, not I mean, as good as the person who normally plays that role. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they have a Broadway star. I mean, how do you think those people feel that have worked their entire life to become Broadway stars well, and all of a sudden they're going to shoot Chicago and they bring in Catherine Zeta-Jones? Carrie, Carrie Underwood plays Sound of Music. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but I, mean, I, heard, sing, but, I heard Carrie Underwood was really bad. Like, no, was, she was not really bad. She was... Not really, she, she was her acting was... Eh. Sufficient, sufficient. Yeah. Her singing was great. Your singing is great. She's yeah. a beautiful she voice. Sold it. I, I, she sold I did it. not see the show, and nor do I plan on making fun of Carrie Underwood. I just read one review from a really, I, like, it, I think it was like the New York Times or but something. It's low hanging fruit to to, yeah. to have and it was her. live. So right, it, it was you know it was intense. I thought they did a good job, all, all things considered. Is the sound of music like considered a, artistically like a good play? Yeah. I, I don't know it. Yeah, I don't. Musically, uh, absolutely. I've never seen any. Musical theater in my life. Even, have you seen the movie The Sound of Music? No. Oh, it's so fuck? good. Seth MacFarlane goes every year to the Hollywood Bowls and stands up. Yeah. And Seth MacFarlane so is not a straight man. <laughs> I mean, he fucks a lot you of hot never, chicks. But wait a minute, you got to go see Book of Mormon. Then, you, if that's going to be that's different. It's, it's musical. I understand, but I, my point is, is that have you, and been, I, have you I seen it? I don't have anything against. You'll like uh, Book of Mormon. Have you seen theater. the Book of Mormon? No. Oh, you Listen, you uh, yeah, like what's wrong with you? I'm not, I don't have anything against musical theater. I just have never seen anything. I'm just music. telling you. I saw Cats when I was a little kid. Right, Does that well, count? There's one. But as someone who's really never seen musical theater, you need to go see The Book of Mormon. That's well, yeah, saying. but that's different again. It's not different. It is it's, totally it's, it's different. It's a modern musical. That's like saying uh, Team America is not different than other puppet movies. It's fucking radically different. It, it isn't. It's, not, it's written by Avenue Q. It's the, the the Avenue Q composer did the music. Yeah, it's a it's a standard musical that has that extreme, happens to be hysterically funny. And in its day, Fiddle on the Roof was funny. I know, and in its day, a lot of things are funny that aren't funny anymore. I, I'm just saying that's there's what you, very few things that in their day were funny and are still funny. That's what I'm saying. You Everybody get, like bow down to fucking. Uh, a lot of old movies are like, oh, most. It's, it's like, no, it's really Speaking not. Of it that, was amazing at its funny's time. Funny's very dated all the time. Sid C- C- Caesar died. Yeah, mm-hmm. show of shows does not hold up. Nothing holds but here's up. Here's the crazy. No, it's not true. Dick Van Dyke sh- hold, show holds up at least for being charming and entertaining. Mary three, Tyler Moore sh- holds three up. Three Stooges holds up. Three Stooges. Oh yeah. I do. Oh yeah. 
You should see Book of Mormon. I will. You'll but, like it. But, but the uh, Cheers holds up. Here's what's even more amazing. Four years since really? Caesar was on. Four, four years since Caesar was on television. Retired. Four years television? Oh, I'm done now. Well, that's, I, because, I, that's, I, like, that's like Casey Kasem type shit. Because although Casey Kasem worked for 40 years. Yeah. It's that you could make that type of money then where it was like, well, I'm done. Yeah. That's so cool. That's Four like years. Kirstie Alley, people like- I heard, I heard Stern talk about this morning. He was like, oh, fuck. Kirstie That's Alley used Stern to cruise money. up to, to uh, Dance with the Stars with their Bentleys and shit. And people are always like, Cheers. she hasn't worked in-, in I was like, it's a different era back. Like, she was balling it up yeah. in the in late 80s, early 90s. You, you don't need to do that. It's, wow, uh, it's different. So different. Yeah. So I, uh, different. I spent some time with Sid Caesar, and it was one of the greatest times of, uh, experiences Why? I've ever had. The, it was a birthday party at the Improv for Jan Murray, a comic from the 60s. Yeah. Jan Murray. And all of his hosted, legendary friends. the uh, match game? Possibly. That Jan Murray with the big, long, crazy mic? The people that were there, I was bitter. I didn't want to be there. Charles I was made to show up there. Was he there? Uh, I think he was dead by then. Okay, but it was like uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks. It was everybody. It was Shecky Green, Buddy Hackett, Sid Caesar, Jeez. the Reiners, all '70s stars, Thanks. big stars. And I got stuck with Sid Caesar because he needed help walking to the men's room. So Aww. he was with me all night, like hey, young man. And I would take him to the men's room. There was one point where Shecky Green and and Carl Reiner were at the urinals peeing, and Sid Caesar and Buddy Hackett were standing way too close. Old men don't know boundaries, yeah. like with their hands on their shoulders to talk to them yeah. while they urinated. Yeah, and I was yeah. standing there with the camera, and someone came in, and they went, that's the picture. And I was like, I don't yeah. know the balls to do it. Oh! But uh, it was really one of the greatest nights I've ever had. Total gentleman. I, and I, I want to say this. A lot of the stuff that the aforementioned gentlemen, geniuses, all of them, the ones you named, a lot of the stuff they worked on does not hold up. Does not mean that they weren't and still aren't yeah. geniuses for doing that in that time. Although, no, no, I, comedy, Sid, no comedy Sid holds up. Caesar off. is I, I amazing. I, well, I, Listen yeah. to Richard Pryor record right now. You're going to be like, I've heard this a million times. Yeah, see, I, Drew, not, I, I had that argument with Drew, and Drew's an idiot yeah. and won't listen to go, me. Go listen. I'm telling I you. have them on CD, and I can't listen I to do, them. Drew. I don't listen think they're that. Bicentennial N, and listen to the characters, like Tulum and those guys. When he plays a character, it's poetry. I swear to God. Forget the comedic one line. Listen, I'm generalizing, but I, I, I think What he comedy, does is still amazing. What you're I'm not just getting, telling you when he channels not, a character. You don't listen to him and then listen to- When he plays an alcoholic, to, when he plays a drug addict, it never will come I'm saying it, he still is a genius and will always go down as one of the greatest stand-ups ever. If you watch it now and then watch Cat Williams, he, yeah. Cat Williams is going to make me laugh more. It's more relevant. It's more- Just look. Does, is, is Mike Tyson a greater- Well, that's a bad example because he is. But is uh, 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 Muhammad Ali Shakespeare or Edward Albee? I don't know. Well, one's you more relevant. Uh, with you know, I'm just saying. I, I'm telling you. Do you think John Williams is going to be on par in history with uh, the Beethoven and Mozart no, and stuff? No, because it's all rehashed stuff. Yeah. It's all rehashed. There's it's certain. Crazy rehashed Puccini is what it is. There's certain genres of art that don't count, like painting, for instance, because. Yeah. Because the scales haven't shifted, you know, like yeah. it, it, culture doesn't affect painting. You could still paint something yeah. similar to Mona Lisa if you did it that well. It would be, it would still blow people's fucking minds. Um, and also because you guys like in the Renaissance era in particular were at a cultural advantage to guys now yeah. because culture was so much more narrow. It was much more impacting to yes. have a painting. I want, now, what? when it comes to comedy, it's just, it's very similar, like a, an analogy an analogy to boxing or or MMA. Is Chuck Liddell as good a fighter as uh, John Bones Jones? Not even close. John Bones Jones would fucking wreck. 
Does it mean that in his time Chuck Liddell wasn't the greatest ever? No. Yeah. But you but you go I back stand. and you watch I, I Liddell Couture the, one. The, you're the, like, the, the why don't these guys just choke each other the fuck out? I when I was having my surgery, I was laying in bed miserable, and they have like these Alta Cocker channel on the, at Cedars, which is just like old people comedies. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was Jack Benny show, Gracie Allen and uh, Bert. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? And uh, I, I, George Burns. George Burns. But here's the here's the thing. The Jack Benny show kept kept my attention. Yeah, which was which was interesting. I'll say it, it wasn't true. it wasn't great comedy, but it kept my attention. But I was enraptured by Mel Blanc. I fucking Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc plays characters. The cartoonist, the the voice guy. Jack Benny thought he was a genius and put him as a character on many of his shows. I had no idea. And actually calls him out. You know how he'd come downstage at the end of the show sometimes and talk about what just happened. He'd bring Mel Blanc out he'd, a couple times. And go, this is the great. This is the greatest. I had no on. idea. There's a Mel Blanc. If you go to YouTube, there's a Mel Blanc like documentary, and they get into that in great detail. You seen his tombstone, right? No. It says that's all folks on it. Oh, that's funny. The, as far as the but, comedy goes, real quick, I want to get this off my chest while it's on my mind, is it, it also follows through in their photos. Because if you look at headshots of comics, 10 years old, they look ridiculously dated. 90% of them. Old band photos, always they still look cool. Yeah. The Stones in the 60s, the Stones in the 70s. You're like, and they still look cool. Except for the weird era. 80s? Uh, I was going to say the mid-80s and the, the early, early 2000s. Like if you go the back Lynn, and look, Lynn Goldsmith photos. You look at like the bright blue the colors to ninety nine to like two thousand two. You look at pictures and st- like anything cultural from that era. You're like, that is really not cool. Like like the ultra. It baggy, might be cool Sunday. Like the super baggy stuff. If parachute you look at pants. any of that, like like parachute pants, lots of zippers and all that. You're like, what the fuck? Watch, like spiky hair. Find a van a live Van Halen video with Sammy Hagar, and you're like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. The way they're <laughs> acting, like the whole. Yeah, <laughs> you ready to rock? You know, and like a lot of the stage presence of those guys. Like if you, I, I mm. like Kiss. I, I'm a Kiss defender. A lot of like metal guys hate and punk guys especially hate Kiss. I like mm. Kiss. I like I a lot Kiss. of their songs, and I like the idea. But if you go watch Kiss, like Paul, you'd want to punch Paul Stanley <laughs> in the fucking face. <laughs> Are you guys ready to party? Mm. You're like. No, I have a friend up, who man. I have a friend who sees him at Starbucks and he said every time it's embarrassing he's wearing parachute pants one day short shorts the next day and yeah. he goes every time you're just like no. and and he's got Gene Simmons hair yeah no Drew and I saw him at the Laker game yeah. it's the, the the cobalt black that doesn't exist anywhere else they're like go grow old gracefully you can still rock all right thank you Mike Carano thank you guys very much thank you to all our sponsors and thank you to the listeners Mike and Drew show comes to an end we love you this concludes another podcast one.com program.